Welcome to Female Inner Power, the podcast for women who don't want to choose between work success and life happiness. I'm your host, Nomi Melkyonatan, leadership coach and courage catalyst. Each week, I will share a refreshingly honest conversation about how to trust your intuition, lead from female power in male-dominated spaces, and inspire you to be a more confident force for good in the world. Are you ready? Welcome, welcome to another episode of Female Inner Power. Let's talk about asking for more than is reasonable. I think like me, you're probably tired of hearing how men get paid more, how men have a much easier time getting the funding they need for their organizations, for their startups. They also ask for so much more and they just assume that they're going to get it. So of course there is countless things wrong with the systems that we live in and the way that this fearful patriarchic system is working hopefully is dismantling slowly though very slowly and in some places it looks better and in other places not but what's also true as well as the system being massively problematic we don't really get trained or encouraged to ask for that much so most of us women get taught to be good girls and we get taught to be grateful for what we've got and we get taught that you know watch out what you ask for because how will you do it all because you want life balance and so if you ask for this big role or if you ask for more in pay well you need to live up to it so I don't know if you can do it all and you want to be a present mom or you want to have children in two years seven years time so we get told to be cautious and good and humble and grateful except that does not change the system it does not give us what we want and it does not give us what helps us thrive and so I want to give you a few examples here some practical examples of how we can and how women have asked for things that might have sound unreasonable and I really want you to encourage yourself and others to share stories of where women have done this where they have asked for more and where they have gotten it. Because the more we share those stories, the more it helps all of us believe that, wait, it is possible. You know, it really helps us knowing that someone else succeeded with this to dare do it ourselves. And yet, I don't want us to wait. I do want us to use our imagination and going, what would I like? How would I want it to be, even if it feels absolutely unreasonable? And when I ask any client to do a list of their dream work scenario, for example, and what they want and how they want to work and what they want to be paid and what kind of people they want to work with and what kind of work they want to do, I always encourage them to not censor and to write it down, even if it feels like, hey, this isn't possible. And I don't know how I could ever have all of this. Well, if we don't dare start with being 
true to our deepest wish, how can we get it? And I get disappointed in how when we speak as women, we very often ask for very little. I just want it to be a little bit easier, be paid a little bit more, have a little bit. It's like, we're not going to change the world like that. <laughs> and I am guilty too of just, if it could just be a little bit better, wait, ask for more. So here's some examples. So I got deeply inspired and we didn't actually go deep into this because this was more towards the end. Um, but in the interview with Louis Turnquist, We'll link to that. If you haven't listened to it, listen to Louis talk about her journey of being a CEO, of how she became a managing director CEO uh, in the middle of her 20s. But also, she is right now a part-time CEO and has been for years since her youngest got ill. Actually, not since her youngest got ill. She had six months of trying to be the super-duper woman who could handle it all. And then she had a moment where she realized that this was just not good for her. It wasn't how she wanted to live and that she needed something to be different. And in that moment, she was ready to walk away. So she said, you can have me part time. That's what I can offer. And she got it. And she's had it for years. Would you have dreamt that you could be a part time CEO? And you might go, oh, well, her organization isn't 300,000 people. Well, we could say, well, her organization is smaller, so you definitely need a full-on hands-on-deck CEO because, I mean, who has a small organization with a leader who isn't full-time? It's BS. Whatever excuses we come up with, they're BS. The point is she asked. She asked in a moment where she was willing to walk away. True. But she asked, and she got it, and it's working. It's working. It's been working for years. This is very important to notice. I've met several women over the last few years who asked, some of them in small organizations, some of them in very big organizations, including HR directors, finance directors, that said, listen, yes, I want the job, but I want to work term time only. Now, depending on your country, this can be a massive ask or a small ask. And also depending on the country, this might be more important than not. So these were UK women. And if you are a mom that also works in a full-time job, it becomes really challenging what to do with your kids when they have six and a half weeks holiday. If you pay for private school, they have even more. They have two weeks at Easter. They have two weeks at Christmas. They have other half, you know, another three half-term weeks, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, inset days, and, and so it goes. And so some of these women have said, listen, I want to work 80%, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to take, it's not like I'm going to work four-day week. No, I'm going to work full-time, except when my kids are off, I want to be off too. And here's what's cool. These women have gotten it. Has it been 100% clean and they've never checked emails or never had a call in those holidays? Probably not. But there are ways to make it work. And the first thing is to ask. So the other day when I was at a networking event, I met a woman and we were talking about, you know, this thing of, of the difference between 
what women get, but also what we ask for in comparison to men. And she had years earlier met a woman who had said to her, when women start their very first job in the workforce, they need to ask for 10% more. Because this way, they're slightly ahead of the curve with all the other things that likely happen to women when you want to, for example, if you want to take a maternity leave, but even if you don't want to, even if you're not wanting to become a mother, right? But this is a, a significant challenge for women. She's like, you need to be ahead of the curve and straight away you need to ask for 10% more to start with because there's so many ways with conscious and unconscious bias that women get discriminated against. And this woman told her daughter, so this woman who learned this, she told her daughter this some years later. And the daughter was like, well, I can't do that. I've just been offered this job. I can't ask for 10% more. And the mother said, yes, you can. And she went <laughs> and she asked for 10% more. And you know what? She got it. She got it. We are afraid to ask for more. But Why? I'm really curious. I've been, I'm curious for myself. Why am I afraid of asking for more? I don't want to seem unreasonable. I don't want to seem like I'm asking too much. I don't want to be high and mighty. I don't want. Why? We don't learn to negotiate well. Whatever we ask for, it's still not enough. The amount of women that are pregnant and therefore don't get a pay rise that year and then they come back and then they don't ask for a pay rise because they've just been away and then the following year they realize that they've had some sick days with their child and they still need to have the flexibility so they still don't dare ask for a pay rise because, you know, then they'll expect more of me. What? We are extraordinary, us women. And why are we not paid the same? Well, many reasons that are out. Well, I don't know if it's out of our control, but it has been historical and we are needing to change systems and that's not, not you know, that's men and women together that have to change the systems. We need the male allies. We need the men that goes, of course, you should be paid more, right? We need the men to go, well, it would be better with a woman here. But we also need to ask for what feels like unreasonable because it isn't unreasonable. And it starts with you and I imagining what would I really like, not what would be okay. And then when you figure out what you'd really like, you go, ooh, what would make this feel like an outrageous, unreasonable ask? And then you get curious about how you could ask for it. And if you don't have women in your life that will encourage you to do that, or men for that matter, you might have some strong male allies, go find some. And the female inner power club will definitely encourage you to do that. But go find some. If you hang around with people, they'll tell you, oh, I'm not sure that's possible. And we can all have days where we've said that to others. Watch out. Because we got to go, of course, this is possible. And by the way, what happens if you ask and you don't get it? Nothing. It tends to be that we respect people more that ask for more. You're not going to ask and go, I'm the best person in the whole white world, so you should pay me more. I mean, you're not going to do that. You're going to go, 
well, thank you for this offer. This is great. I know I can add tremendous value. And here's what I would like to have to make sure that I can fully commit and give my all to this job. I'd like 10% more than what you've offered. I'd like to work 80%, but at that same salary, and then you will get the best of me. Ask for what is unreasonable. Yeah, we have to be willing to walk away. And how can we be willing to walk away? When we know what we are worth. When we know, when we know that good people can always find another client and can always get another job. Not something that we feel every day, not every day that feels true. But the more we work on remembering the value we add, the more we will ask for what is truly ours and the more we will then be able to properly give the things. Because when we set ourselves up to overgive and to not be paid as much as we really deserve and to work more than is healthy for us and to juggle all the things and to be superwoman, we're not going to perform that well. We're not going to change the system because we are exhausted to be brave and to have courage and to suggest a different way of doing things requires energy. When I am depleted and when I haven't looked after myself well enough, I just want to get through the day. I don't have the courage to dare question or change anything. Asking for more than feels reasonable is important. It isn't unreasonable. It feels like that. It might feel outrageous. Well, you can always negotiate down. Very few people will negotiate up. And this is what I'm learning more and more, right? What's the worst that can happen? You put out a proposal. You ask for something. Well, if they want you, they don't just say, well, no. They say, we can't pay that. And then, you know, you decide at that moment whether you go, well, that's it. Then I'm walking away and see. Sometimes they find money anyway. Or, or whether... You negotiate down a tiny bit, but at least we've got to start with asking for more. So this week, this week, maybe today, sit down and get curious about what would be an unreasonable ask. If you could really be unreasonable and outrageous and feel wildly ecstatic about what you got, because if we just believe for a moment that yes, 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 yes you will get what you want. What would you ask for? What would feel outrageously, ecstatically fun to get? Not just to get, but so that you could deliver in the way that you want for this world, that you can show up with joy and impact. What would be wildly fun? Then find at least one other woman, maybe a man, but I would love you to do it with other women so that you up their game too in this and share it, and have them encourage you, and encourage them. Encourage each other for the unreasonable, wildly fun ask. And then use that beautiful imagination of yours that you have, even if you've forgotten how to use it, it was live in a well when you were a child. Use that and imagine it happening seeing the people that might have to say yes to something, feeling delighted at saying yes. 
instead of seeing them begrudgingly saying yes? Why not imagine them going, wow, even with paying 10% extra, even with paying 50% extra, even with whatever it is that you ask for, even with this person working part-time and me paying them full-time, even with whatever it is that you ask for, I am still getting an, an amazing deal. I know that this is going to benefit me. See the people that need to say yes deep down feeling great about this and knowing that this is a win-win. We want win-win situations. We want win for us, win for the people that say yes. And win, of course, for the wider impact of your organization, of your industry, of the wider world. We want it to be a win-win-win for all. Imagine that to be possible because it is. It is, it is, it is. Okay, that's it. Write down those wishes now. And if you can't think of anything that feels unreasonable to ask, it is time to to hang out with either a coach or some other women or maybe some men that have asked some unreasonable things. Sometimes it's super fun to ask what the men would ask for and notice whether you feel like, whoa, can I ask for that? Inspire yourself and find some unreasonable asks. Be wildly unreasonable because only then are we starting to get what actually makes sense and what helps shift the system and what helps us thrive. And then I would love it if you let me know. You can message me and I'll keep it anonymous. If you're ready to make it a public one, tag me on social media. But the more we share stories about the unreasonable asks and how we got them, or how we survived unreasonable ask and, you know, maybe we didn't get it instantly, but maybe we'll get it in a moment. The more we share the stories of what became possible, the more the rest of us will dare to do it again and again and again. This is one of the ways that we can start shifting the system and create much more equality. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe so that you get notified every time there's a new episode. And I would so love it if you would write a quick review as that really helps others to find and trust the podcast. You can do that at lovethepodcast.com forward slash FIP. And remember, no matter what's going on around you, it only takes a single breath to start grounding back into your power. So, let's take a breath. Feel your power. And go spread the magic. <laughs>